And I just feel like Quincy is going to end up, you know, pretending like, like, no, like they have, like both Tor and Poppy have nothing to do with each other. You know, Tor, you know, mm-hmm. he's just going to pull off that, oh, you know, my bodyguard is also, you know, guarding my quote girlfriend. Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. And welcome to episode 102 of Midnight Copyland. We're here with Christine and Sarah. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Awesome. So we have a lot of jolliness coming <laughs> up ahead. A lot of ridiculousness. <laughs> and yeah, let's go get into it. All right. So we continue where we left off with Quincy showing off the mate outfit that he bought for Bobby. And he's like, I even got you a super cute broom and dustpan set. And it's just ridiculously pink with like the zebra print. And I'm like, of course she would pick that, Quincy. I don't know how he has managed to sexualize a broom. (laughs) Right? Oh my goodness. It's like the most like glamorous looking like broom and dustpan ever. And I'm like, where did you buy this? I, you know, I feel like if Quincy started his own adult shop, he definitely would have like objects like this on display. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you remember, he said like lunchtime that day that he's going to shopping and he came back at night. Like he took him all day. I would not be surprised if he did not find a set to his liking and went to like Michael's picked up some ribbon and like glued it on himself because he had to make it just right. Just yes. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. This doesn't match. I, I have to make it match. <laughs> oh my God. I, yeah. Mm. Quincy, Quincy, Quincy. And he just continues. He's like, look how cute that is. And Poppy is just like, you've got to be kidding me. Do you have any idea how exhausting it would be to clean an entire house dressed in just a t-shirt and shorts, let alone a frilly? And then Quincy just like just starts changing Poppy, like trying to shove the dress on her. He's like, here, try it on. And then we get this like up close, beautiful shot of Quincy's face, like just ah, and all the sparkle. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I would be flustered too if I saw like a beautiful face that close to me. So they're both flustered. They're yeah. Like, like yeah. they're both blushing. The fact that he has the sparkles on him, usually in Webtoons <laughs> land, right? Whenever there's a character and, and they come in and they're like surrounded with flowers and sparkles, it usually means that like the character that's looking at them sees them sees as the- an amazing, beautiful thing. So, mm-hmm. so and then she's but dumping, right? So are they and he's blushing he has this like literal red circle on his cheek also in the second picture is it just like animal attraction like they're both beautiful people and they're like right up in each other's faces like you said I mean yeah like 
Um, so I had a, um, it was one of my friends who's also like one of my former coworkers, like, um, it, this was like during like COVID times, like when we all like really had to like wear mask masks. And like the only time, the first time I saw her without a mask was like during like one of our lunches and she took off her mask and I was like, I literally did a double take. I was like, you are beautiful. <laughs> Like, I could not stop staring at her. I was like, wow, she's really pretty. Like, really oh. pretty. Oh. Yeah, I find it so, really interesting. Yeah. They, they were, like, in the same room in the same bed together, and they were, like, not wearing any clothing, basically. Or, like, wearing very, like, once you had just his briefs on, or and, you know, Poppy had her little, like, pink top and shorts. So they're wearing a lot more clothing now. So it's, like, a little funny that now they're blushing. But, but I mean, like, it's different when, like, you know, you're, like, you know five feet apart but when you're like you know inches away from each other it's kind of it's different yeah and I guess I guess Quincy sees that outfit as, and that outfit is sexy where like maybe regular pajamas is you know whatever it is kind of like standard fare but this is like specifically designed to be sexy so mm-hmm. true yeah there, there's definitely more to talk about because we get some more like <laughs> stuff later um, we'll get to <laughs> and then so Quincy's like so it's just an excuse uh to see a cute girl dressed in a sexy costume as she loses herself in the throes of passion passionate floor sweeping in besides and you just see Tor's hand just like reaching out and all (laughs) this this panel is like (laughs) I think the funniest panel like Lily's ever drawn like what in the world like Tor's not only like grabbing Quincy's neck but he's grabbing him by the nostrils <laughs> looks very very painful yeah ow he looks like a balloon being stretched out here like, yeah <laughs> so cartoonish yeah and this is funny because he looks he actually looks like an animal with <laughs> it's like not being open like that those teeth yeah yeah <laughs> oh, like Tor's trying to subdue this like rabid animal that's trying to attack poppy well i'm glad that he senses that you know this was inappropriate and that poppy's embarrassed and mm-hmm. he is you know there to defend his sweetheart mm-hmm. and so Tor is like really sweetheart and He's like, I guess, taking the dress off of Poppy and he whispers, is that all it takes for you to go ba-dump over someone? And Poppy's like, huh? Which is interesting because obviously, first of all, it's like breaking the fourth wall a little bit because like ba-dump is not really audible. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. So he doesn't seem jealous, right? He seems like he's just teasing her. Mm -hmm. What do you guys make of that? Like, does he think that they are attracted to each other, but he doesn't think it's a big deal? Like, because it's just like, okay, whatever, people are attracted to each other, but doesn't mean she's going to pursue a relationship with him. But then he was all butthurt when, um, you know, uh, in the previous chapter, when, oh, before they they left for that place, before they left for the house, when they were packing up Poppy's um, apartment, and they were like, Quincy and... And Poppy were like talking together, and he's like, "What are they talking about?" No, whatever, I don't care. Like he, he was acting all like butthurt that they were like laughing together. So I don't know. 
yeah it's like really confusing it's like at one point it's like he is like butthurt about like seeing poppy talking to quincy but for and then in another point he's just like whatever about it Mm -hmm. maybe because they just had like a really good conversation last night and like they also made out last night so maybe he feels confident and secure right now and he didn't feel that way before that's true that could be true yeah that is true I'm very curious because yeah, we'll we'll see a little as we go through the episode, a lot of like attraction between Poppy and Quincy or Fashar and Quincy's end. And I'm very curious to see where this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, definitely. I know, I know we've been debating the love triangle thing. And okay, you know what? We'll talk more about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also I think it's like a way for Tor to be like, hey, remember me? I'm right here. Like <laughs> he's like, you should be dumb for me, not him, me right here yeah but it's like come on tori you know how many times like has she gone badum because of you right exactly he has, mm-hmm. has magical badum sensory you know <laughs> stuff you should know <laughs> <laughs> and then we just see quincy trying to be on those he what are you two whispering about and tori's just like your demise punk He's like, shut your mouth and get over here. And Quincy's just like flailing. I'm like, Tor is strong to just hold him like up by his torso, not even like grabbing him underneath like his legs, like just by his torso. Well, actually, Quincy's the one because he's holding himself up. Like he's doing like a stomach crunch, right? Because he's only holding the torso, right? And he yeah. has like, his legs up. That's true. I mean, I mean, we've seen them, so, like, they're both incredibly, like, exactly. muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Poppy's like, holy crap, is this an actual mafia kidnapping, it looks like? Well, I mean, I'm, I don't know how how a mafia kidnapping looks like, but, I mean, I don't I don't think there's a certain way, like, you get kidnapped. If you get kidnapped, you get kidnapped. I don't know, like, <laughs> if there's, like, any style, like, any mafia style looking? <laughs> sure, that's true. But you know, for her, she's like, this is one of the things that she's thought about. It's like, oh my god, my boyfriend's mafia, right? Like, what does this mean? And like, what does that life entail? So for her, this is what she's thinking. Like, that's specifically the mafia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so we continue with just, <laughs> and someone's wearing the maid outfit, and then. We see so uh when did my master say i can take this off again and we see quincy's glorious back wearing the maid outfit but also there's you know some signage on him he's not wearing anything underneath at least not on his top <laughs> mm-hmm. and the sign says i'm sorry that i objectified manhandled and guilt tripped my editor slash friend and i promise to never do it again specifically if they're poor and or shorter than me oh my gosh <laughs> that was an awesome quip by poppy mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was like oh they're friends <laughs> yeah i think is the master torah or poppy i think both maybe both <laughs> But yeah, there. I, I was really hoping to see Poppy in that outfit, but hey, Quincy also is rocking it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh my god! I this is 
it's so embarrassing. Because <laughs> he deserved it because he wanted that word, but Poppy, it doesn't even have it's like super low cut in the back and it's literally in the front. It, 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 it's just like two frills. That's it. It doesn't <laughs> cover anything. Like what were you thinking, Quincy? Really, really. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like the in the last episode, we saw the look on Tora's face when when he saw uh that outfit. So I mean, wouldn't he would wouldn't he want to see her in that? Uh yeah, probably not in front of Quincy though. Probably in the privacy yeah. of a room together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was probably just like Quincy trying to be like a good wingman again and just again, once again, backfired on him. Yeah. yeah. I... Sorry, go ahead, Sarah. Uh, I was going to say, oh, Quincy, we know like your heart's in the right place, but at the same time, I think your brain is it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I think he his natural sense of exuberance and excitement um, goes before his brain, and it doesn't mm-hmm. take a while for his brain to catch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh. um, uh, Quincy says, "Oi, is, an apo- is one apology not enough? Did you stick another one on me?" <laughs> and Poppy's like, "Stop talking and get back to work, and make sure those dirt those." Though, uh, make sure you dry those dishes well, princess, and smacks Quincy's butt. Which is totally a reversal of the typical, you know, formula that we see. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's the one doing dishes now, and yeah, she, she's sexualizing him. I mean, I don't know if she knows it. I think that's what's happening. Oh, yeah. She definitely <laughs> knows it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I bet old Poppy would like not have done this, but it's like she's now starting, I guess, in a way, like explore her like naughty side. It's like coming out from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely a big part of you know the whole the story. Like she's not so experienced, and she's having to get comfortable with those feelings. Mm-hmm. So Poppy smacks. Quincy in the little ass, and Quincy's like, ah, you dirty little 20-year-old pervert, and Poppy's just walking away, just like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, who is the pervert? Quincy, who are you calling? Yes, you <laughs> want to book this? I'm calling the kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, but yeah, exactly, like, what, once we turn around and see, like, the front portion of, like, the maid outfit it's like what was she supposed to wear like underneath that Quincy nothing <laughs> no wonder he blushed when he saw her <sighs> and then we continue Poppy sees a coffee machine she's like oh cool a coffee machine let me try it out how do you like your coffee Quincy and Poppy bends down and she you know her butt's like sticking out like really cute just ready you know Perfect, perfect timing for like a a nice smack. And <laughs> Quincy is like fat, and Quincy takes it back. He's like low fat. I mean, I like my coffee low fat. <laughs> and I didn't notice now that you mentioned it, right? I didn't. I was wondering why is he grabbing his hand and why is his hand twitching? Now you said it, like because he wanted to smack her too. Mm-hmm. Her tap. Yeah, we, yeah, we. You could see like his temptation in that hand. I think it was like 
part revenge, but also like he kind of did want to smack the ass. Because <laughs> he's oh. washing. Mm-hmm. But like that poppy also like turns around and like is also like covering her butt, like what? What? Yeah, he, he clearly likes them curvy. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe he just likes a lot of things, including curvy. <laughs> I think Quincy likes a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> and Quincy's inner monologue is like, damn, Brad, keep dominating me and shaking your ass like that. And I'm gonna get into trouble. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> a certain someone would not appreciate you smacking her ass. Also, notice he likes being dominated. Not surprising. I mean, not yeah, not surprising. And we kind of sat with um Cordy. Yes, I wrote a whole fanfic like a long time ago, which mm-hmm. talks about this and which like contains my psychological analysis of why Quincy likes being dominated. It's a mm-hmm. whole thing about like his dad and like how he was his dad um is very domineering and you know bossed him around and he was unsafe, right? And unloving. So he wants to replicate that with Quince with Cordy but have it in a safe way and a loving way. So it kind of like erases the negative associations and kind of like rebuilds that in a positive way. So yeah, that was that was my fanfic. I, I wrote it not, it was my, I, I think I got this challenge. I forgot how about my saucy titles to write a not safe for work fanfic. So that that's <laughs> not safe for work and it's very tame because I can't do it. <laughs> I, I made a cleaned up version where I just took out the not safe for work part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice and we just see scrub 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 and poppy says oh my god quincy stop scrubbing so hard on the tabletop is cracking and then um uh oh quincy's inner monologue is like but not today satan and he's like kind of like sobbing mm-hmm. i guess so so now i want to talk about like what do you think is going on here because we all know right in the beginning of the story of the poppy land the the little, you know, summary was there's a love triangle and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, she falls in love with the, the, the Quincy and then there's the, the bodyguard that's always there. So, you know, and we all know, like, okay, right, we, we can all pretty much guess that Toro is the real dude, but, like, is there going to be some conflict with Quincy? Is he going to fall in love with her? Is there going to be, like, is he trying not to? Is he just attracted to her? Like, what's going on? I think, personally, I mean, all three of them are in pretty close proximity. I mean, and there, there's already like sexual tension between Poppy and Quincy. I'm not saying that they're going to act upon it, but the sexual tension is there. It's apparent. Hmm. I don't know if he'll see. That's complicated because I'm pretty sure Quincy knows how much like Tora loves Poppy. Like he bought a dang house for her on a maybe so like i'm pretty sure he's not gonna like do anything to like jeopardize it but i mean he i think he's attracted he's definitely attracted Mm. yeah i for me it's like attraction and i also feel like and i'll I'll explain it more when we get towards like the end but i also feel like uh i'm like for me, it's like I feel like uh, it's gonna come to a point where, you know, eventually, and who knows when, maybe like later on this season, or maybe until season three, like, because eventually 
we know Vincent is going to find out about Poppy and Tor's connection. And I just feel like Quincy is going to end up, you know, pretending like, like, no, like they have, like both Tor and Poppy have nothing to do with each other. You know, Tor, you know, mm-hmm. he's just going to pull off that, oh, you know, my bodyguard is also, you know, guarding my quote girlfriend. Just so like, you know, Vincent doesn't get on neither Torah or Poppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a very good theory. I think that will mm-hmm. make, that makes a lot of practical sense for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially because we know Poppy might be from a mafia family. So it's a good shidduch, as they say in Hebrew, it's a good match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I guess, oh, I guess I'll do now. Yeah, uh, yeah. part. So they're sitting at the table and Poppy's so excited. She's giving them coffee. She's like, how's your coffee, guy? I hope it's not too sweet for you. And uh, she's like, your fitness buffs are missing out, missing out on life. Sugar rush. We know Poppy loves sugar. And they're like looking at their coffee and they're not so into it because Tora only drinks white coffee. Which, what's white coffee? I thought it was black coffee. With I thought he drank black coffee, but okay. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Or do you think maybe it's like, uh like coffee with like some like foam or something or maybe it's just like too uh or maybe it's like a different drink i think it's a typo i think i think you really meant to write black i think white coffee is like coffee with like a lot a lot a lot of milk yeah i can't see because i'm pretty sure we read at some point it was black but yeah in uh that point where like um tora like blacks out and like kind of snaps at poppy Mm. yeah that too. yeah oh. and Quincy looks down and he's like he only drinks coffee with full cream milk of course Quincy likes the finer things in life <laughs> full cream though I'm like that's a lot of fat dude oh, he works I, out mean, no, I, I mean he works out there's not an inch of fat on him so <laughs> do you two drink coffee and if so do you guys drink it plain or like with creamer or anything <laughs> I rarely drink coffee. I'm a I'm a chai tea person. <laughs> so good too. Mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. that's my coffee. I don't, I don't drink coffee or tea. Tea when I'm sick, but I don't like coffee. Um, I like iced coffee, but I never go out of my way to get it or make it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So yeah, I guess yeah. when I was 19, I liked iced coffee. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I I really really love iced coffee. Like. But I like like it with like creams and sugars. And then there it's every rare time I'll just drink it straight plain with nothing on it. Mm. Oh wow. Dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So now Quincy asks, anywho, how's work coming along, bro? Any updates? And Tora says, not yet. Would have been faster with the team, but I only got you working on this. And Poppy looks at them, also puts her cup down and says, uh-oh, they're talking mafia business now. And she's like, but I got a little bit more serious. Although they found less mafia and more military than I'd imagined, which is nice. Like she's getting an inside view of the mafia, which, you know, she doesn't really know anything about that world. So she's mm-hmm. seeing that they sound like more professional. Mm-hmm. And Tora is opening up the loose leaf and he says, oh, right. I keep forgetting this isn't a full scale. Nothing there. Quincy says, oh, right. I keep forgetting this isn't a full scale clan operation. What data do you have in mind on hand? And Tora looks at the loose leaf and he says these records, background profiles of organizations he's liaised with, places he's been to, people he's contacted. And Tora, <laughs> which he's like, you got a hold of all this? Damn, that kid's got some talent. 
Good thing you kept him away from the clan radar all this while. So that's an interesting one. And he's mm-hmm. not on the clan radar. Why do you think that? Why do you think that is, and what potential implications do you think that has? I think it might have something to do with like whatever Tora and Quincy did for Giyu. Because mm-hmm. like way back when Giyu like mentioned how like like he's trying to like um redeem himself or like whatever for uh what Tor and Quincy did for him. So I I wonder if that has something to do with it. Yeah. Or maybe that? because like or maybe it's just because of what he's looking into, like he doesn't want to risk like Giyu getting compromised. Right, but I think the fact that he says all this while sounds like it's been like a longer time. Oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's true. Any theories, Sarah? Uh, not really. I I wonder, like, what what is their clan radar? Like, is it just, like, stuff that they, like, done in general to, like, anyone? Or is it something, like, in within, like, their clan? I don't know. I think it really it could be anything. Yeah, it definitely sounds like they're trying to protect him. Mm-hmm. Which definitely, I think I like your theory of it tying into whatever they did for him that got Joe killed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we think he got Joe killed. So mm-hmm. he's like, "Tell me when you're ready to get back to topic." I think he's cutting him off. I think he doesn't want him to be talking about it. I that's kind of it. I think he doesn't want Poppy to hear. I, I feel like if there's something there, yeah, that's significant. Yeah. Like, I I at first thought, like, he was going to try to, like, you know, be all goofy and stuff. But then I'm like, I don't think he, but then I thought about him, like, nah, he's not sure. Because the look on his face, like, doesn't really, like, give me, like, oh, he, want, he wants to, like, you know, be his goofy self. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's like, okay, I'm ready now. Sorry, master. So he, he was a master. I realized that. And he says it's a lot, but it doesn't cover every interaction the efforts had. And Poppy keeps looking at them, and she's like, would that make for some kind of elite special operations task force captain? And she's, like, looking, starting to look impressed. She's boggled and she's impressed. And, you know, Tora is, puts his hand up to his face, and he says, pretty sure most are cold leads, just regular activities. And, check. and we can't look into all of them. And Poppy keeps thinking, I mean, when he's not being a hot-headed dumbass, he does have a pretty commanding presence. And She's, she's she's liking what she sees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all like it too, right? It's um, it's nice to see competence. You know, if, when mm-hmm. someone's in their element and when they show how skillful they are, it's like it's very attractive. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he has that look on his face, and he's like, "Gotta act fast," because um, he's made the next move on you, Poppy. And while he says that, she's. She's thinking, and it kind of gives me the tingles just thinking about it. And she's <laughs> looking at him with a besotted look on her face. She's like, <sighs> <laughs> and meanwhile, right, it's like totally incongruent with what he's just said because he's just said, like, he's made his move on you, aka mm-hmm. you're like, and she's like, <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, she's totally distracted. And then he's staring at her and she's like, mm, what, what, what? <laughs> it's like, huh? And he's like, uh, sweetheart, you're, uh, and he's blushing and pointing to his chin. And she's like, on me? Because she thinks it's a, a bug or something. <laughs> and Quincy's like, you're drooling, bitch. 
I love that this whole time, like, Tor has been calling her, like, sweetheart, like, nonstop. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I didn't think about that. Right. He's kind of, like, letting his feelings be open, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he might have been saying that for a while, but now it reflects his real feelings, and he's not afraid to hide it. Which is good. (laughs) Also, Quincy, um, I I hope you're noticing she's not drooling for you. At least not now. Like, she's drooling for Cora, so... Mm -hmm. I hope that helps you stay away from her. (laughs) (laughs) And now he says, um, you saw some lowlives at Patagrass Hill, which is where Poppy lives. And Brian spotted another group of street thugs near your office. And she's like, so so Gil, my personal information? And like, pretty much, yeah. That was why, (coughs) she says, that was why you wanted me to stay in on here after dinner. So let me know what the situation is right now. And she's looking a little anxious. She's thinking that Tora looks worried, and he's looking at her with that, like, really worried eyes. And she looks as she thinks that he looks like a little boy who's afraid for being punished for telling the truth. And I know I didn't make it any easier for him either. And he nods, and even Quincy's looking at him with a very sympathetic expression. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's hard for him, you know, to, to know that really he's the source of all this, right? If he hadn't mm-hmm. taken that picture, gotten the notebook, blah, 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 you know, or sorry, whatever that, you know. It wouldn't have happened if he hadn't gotten involved in her life. So, mm-hmm. well, well, so I forgot who it was. I saw um, somebody posted on the Anti Poppy Land uh, Facebook group that even if it didn't, uh, even if it wasn't about the notebook, you know, Poppy would have still been involved with Tora e- either somehow because we would we know that you know she would have still tried to like find out about who Quincy is. Like, you know, because Mr. Lon and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's hmm. true. Interesting. That's a good point. Just like a roundabout way of like meeting Tora. Yes. Mm-hmm. She, I wonder if she even would have gotten through to Quincy, though, if she hadn't known Tora, right? Because she, she got through to him because of that. Like, would uh, he have even answered, you know, would she have been able to contact him or would he even answered? True. Hmm. Yep. But yeah. In an alternate universe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah that's an interesting one so um you know they're looking concerned and she continues thinking but i think i understand at least a little better now how hard it must have been for him to tell me everything oh and you know we have that line where he said said i tell you and he says yeah like he's blushing and it's hard for him but he he is being open right he told her that he would tell her everything at some point previously and now he's doing it no matter how hard it is so yeah yeah because it's like mafia person or not how do you tell someone hey like your life is in danger like do you just straight up tell them or do you just keep quiet about the let them figure it out figure it out for themselves yeah yep and she thinks to herself and i'm proud of him for overcoming it and she says torah and she looks at him with like um blush and an affectionate concerned glance where she you know it's very sympathetic it's very connected with him you know, she's understanding him. Oh, and he's like, anyway, that's the gist of it. And um, Poppy's like, Quincy's like, and Poppy's like, wait, what about Irvine and Jacob? And he says, your friend got yourself a new bodyguard today. F and Quincy flew down to her doorstep before I even asked for volunteers. <laughs> oh my God, this is the best. And now we see like the door open and it says, man on a mission. And Irvine's like, Damien, what are you doing here? And I we're not seeing each other anymore because, quote, your life is too dangerous for a civilian like me. 
and puts his pinkies here and he's crying and he's puffing and huffing and he's like Erdine and he hugs her and she's like I'm sorry babe that was not my job I miss you too much to stay away from you I love Pinky so much like when we first met him I thought he was just gonna be like you know this whatever character I didn't know I would grow to love Pinky so much yeah yeah like for for me like him and Brian like when they were first introduced I really had like no opinion about them to me they two were like whatever but the more we got to know them I'm like oh like you guys aren't bad you're you're like the rest like as in Quincy as in Giyu as in Tora you guys are so goofy and silly and I love that Pinky's such a dork if anything happens to him I will be so upset oh yeah that would be sad but yeah he's very passionate and very open with his feelings you know mm-hmm. he's he's not like a, a tough guy at all I mean not that we see in the comic at least I mean, he introduced himself. He's like, hi, my name is whatever, and I'm a... I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> like, the heck? Can you imagine, like, introducing yourself to somebody new? Like, my name is uh, Sarah. I'm a Cancer. My favorite color is green. I was born on July 14th, 1998. <laughs> it's, like, such, like, a kid thing. Like, hi, my name is Bubba. I love, I like Kai Blue. Like, you know, like, I like our Dean's face too. She's just like, whatever. (laughs) Yep. And she's like, gee, I wonder where he gets these ideas from. And now I asked the most ridiculous question. He's like, but by the way, my box of honey nut Cheerios is still in your fridge, right? I'm hungry from all this crying. He's like, nope, I ate all this last night. Of of, of all things, first of all, who puts Cheerios in the fridge? Um, Because I do not. Done. But, like, he's been there before, at least once, long enough to bring his a box of Cheerios and put it in her fridge. Like, first off, that, like, who brings cereal to somebody's house? I, I mean, I know that, you know, you could have eaten it for a snack, but still. It's... It, it seems like that's his thing. He has weird things. He probably loves it. He probably eats it all the time. He can't live without it. So he's like, well, obviously I gotta bring it with me. He's a weirdo. A, a lovable weirdo. I love him. I will protect him with my life. <laughs> if Ardeen doesn't want him, I'll take Pinky. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she's like, nope, I ate all the last night. He's like, oh, you ate all my stuff. You bet I did. You bet I did. <laughs> <laughs> not even remorseful she's like you bet i did yeah that's her dean she's practical she's like well he said he couldn't be together i guess he's not coming back his cereal's mine <laughs> i you know seeing this it may it now wants me i want to see tora do this to poppy too where he just shows up in front of her house and also be like i'm sorry i'm sorry and babe and have the same face as pinky <laughs> I don't see Tora doing that. He's way too, like, controlled. His feelings yeah. are deep inside. I can see Quincy doing it, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Quincy, sure. definitely. Mm-hmm. Showing up to court. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. And now Tora continues, and he's like, and you tagged with Jacob. Last I heard, Jacob's girl's out of town. So the whole crew's crashing at his place for a week-long game tournament. Sounds fun. Like, the guys yeah, are bonding. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and it sounds like um Jacob and I don't now want to see like uh Giyu and Jacob, you know, interacting because I don't think we've seen them interact before. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's a good point. They're they're a little similar. They're both like mellow and chill. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. picture them like both like playing like having like Mario Kart tournaments. <laughs> yeah. Having like takeout like everywhere. Yes. I can see that too. Yeah, and I don't know if this is going in too much, but this is also what, like, concerned me, like, because uh, not only for Poppy, but I was also worried, like, after uh, Gil leaked Poppy's information, who's to say he didn't do the same with Erdine and Jacob? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that the way we have now is, like, that they're they're protected, so I think we're supposed to like feel comfortable comfort about that. But I wonder if that's you know going to come back to bite us, and like something will actually happen to them. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like Poppy is the one who's the center of attention, but who knows? So Poppy's definitely in. She's relieved. She's like, "Phew, that's a relief. Thanks for looking out for them." And she's like, "Why aren't you make this definitely more fun than it's supposed to be?" And it's like, "Ah, that's big rhetoric for you, right?" Because you know. Damien gets to be with Erdine and the boys are having fun. So yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, Quincy's like, Cora, the life of the party and the ever optimistic ray of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> and Tora tackles him. He's like, yeah, they're bra-. and Poppy's like, they're brawling. And Quincy being being we know he's strong, so I don't know why he's doing this, but he, he likes to like play the victim or play weak than you know, weaker than he really is. And he's like, Bobby, oh my god, you just sit there. And get this muscle off me! His coffee's flying. Sadly. Ashtray flying too. <laughs> mm. And we get a nice shot of um, Tor's butt. Yeah. So we're smacking it. Maybe that's how she can get his attention. Get him off of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it all back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, everyone, you get an ass smack. You get your you ass get ass smack. Smack. <laughs> Thank you, Oprah, for the limited, limitless memes. Oh, oh. my God, an asthma. <laughs> and um, she thinks that, oh, that means that Mafia Tour has reached the end of his limits. And she's like, but I can't move. She's jelly-like syndrome. And she's like, yeah. And she's shaking, but then she she starts laughing and she's like, okay, so they're still dumbasses. But I'm relieved to have them on our side. And yeah, it's a cute little scene. Very funny. The whole, the whole part with them is just funny and cute, mainly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sweet. They're developing a nice camaraderie. Mm-hmm. But then it starts fading to black. <laughs> yep, and Sarah, you can take over for the dangerous part. Ooh, okay. So we get um, a picture of Poppy's apartment, and we see a police car outside. And from there, we see um, the previous three men who uh, got sent out. And one of them is that one dude, Yadori, from earlier episodes. And we hear someone say, Oi, Yadori, they got cops patrolling over here. And he says, Yeah, let's go. More trouble than it's worth. I'll open a few more boys. And then from there, uh, we hear uh, somebody say, What you got for us, Yadori? This better be good, hey? Nothing fancy, but shit's been real boring lately. Plus, that fucker pays well, which 
we'll see who it is. And he also it tells you what they are, right? Like they, yeah. they will do bad things because they're bored. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is scary. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a moral compass. And he mentions about the notebook and says, remember the notebook everyone was talking about? And one per- and this person says, the one that all the clan leaders were after, didn't everyone forget about it after some clan war almost started? That was, what, a few weeks back? Which is interesting because, so, this is, the notebook is nothing new. It's been a thing for a while, but then it came to a time where they stopped, they stopped mentioning about it. Like, I wonder if we're going to see, like, what, like, how it all started, like, who was the first person to, like, get, like, arrested or killed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Midori says, yeah, well, apparently some chick has it now. And he points his phone to them and says, don't know if the info is real, but take a look at this. And we see a picture that Shark had sent him. And it's, you know, it says full name, Poppy Line Wilkes, her address, Patty Grass Hill. And then at the bottom, it has a message saying, do me a favor, bud. Get the word out on the streets. Goliath's notebook is real. Videos are real. It's with this girl now. Get it done by this week. You know the drill. Oh, no. So he's trying to blame her for, right? He's trying to put the trail off of him because he has a notebook, right? But he's like, who can I pin the blame on? Who can I get to be the scapegoat? Scapegoat. And mm-hmm. he wants to get it all, put it all on Poppy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we hear a, wait a minute. You boys remember this bitch? We were right here. And then one of the guys who he was with, uh, you know, we see the other two men who were chasing Poppy when she was in Airy Street. One of them is like, yeah, but uh, you don't want to mess with her. And he points, and then he says, she's with some Baltimore elite. Big, tall, scary looking guy, long black hair, freakish yellow eyes. We ran into them when Nick was off somewhere getting his ass whooped and he starts laughing about it and nick is this guy right has walmart joker as they call him is that Mm -hmm. the other guy um meaning the guy on the right yeah is that him or is he the middle guy he's the middle guy but yeah i was also like confused because they also have a similar look but the other guy was also with him that day And they're sitting at the same table, the same restaurant that they were at before. Yeah, yeah, and and he looks like he the look on his face makes me wonder: Does he know who they who uh they're talking about? Do does he know about Torah, or is he is it just like something like new to him? Because the look on his face makes me think he maybe knows about Torah, but not a lot for him to like you know mention him. Right. It, Meaning, sorry, are you talking about Nick or Yadori? Yeah, Nick, Nick, the middle guy. He doesn't need to know him by name, right? He just, I think the tattoo was the only thing that he knew about him. Like, so once he saw the tattoo, he got scared. Because he didn't recognize him before when, the, when he first saw him back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we see the other guy sit, telling him, I dropped this if I were you, Yadori. That mofo could track you down and kill you <laughs> easy. Mm-hmm. And Yadori says, you're shitting me and 
we see nah dog one one of us took a photo see for yourself and then we and then we see this like funny like uh panel of your dory like his eyes are like spinning like it's like it can't they can't it can't sit still in one place and we hear him say i could send it to you but pay up first and i just hope which well screw all of these people but i just hope for his sake i hope he at least has one cell in his brain to not try to actually like listen to these people and not like go after poppy or torah just because you know because we we all remember what happened with like claude after even after shark told him at the beginning don't try and mess with torah because he's gonna kill you mm-hmm. i just hope your is actually smart enough to listen no he's not <laughs> you can tell <laughs> like he's he's excited to get that picture right and i think he wants to try to blackmail torah yeah um yeah i'm pretty sure that he does not have that brain cell that you wish he had <laughs> yeah I, I... And, and i also want it's probably like with the amount sarch is paying him like yeah it might be a lot so i don't think he really cares yeah yeah and then um the last panel He's like, hell yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> so so that makes me wonder, do you guys think uh, when he gets this picture, you think he'd send it to Shark or you think he'd just keep it for himself? Because I, my theory is he sends this to Shark, either Shark keeps it for himself or he sends it to Vincent and, you know, tells him hey like so Tora has a connection with this girl which you, she has a connection with the notebook mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know I don't think he's he's smart enough or connected enough to get to Vincent I feel like he's more like gonna try to send it to all his friends his gang friends and that's supposed to do something I don't know I, I don't think he's too smart and I don't think he's too well connected yeah because I so in that one episode where uh you know vincent is on you know on tv like when they get cut off on air we see the look on vincent and shark's face like to me like it looks like shark also does not like vincent but in a way he probably but for me it's like but he wants to stick with him because he also does not like torah and you know he sticks with vincent knows that Tori can't do anything to him yeah like I, I yeah I don't know what you're talking about like it seemed like he had his own like agenda yep huh. interesting yeah I mean I guess there's a month, bunch of things he could do and yeah well we'll find out it's, it's curious right which which direction he'll try to how he'll try to use it against Tora I feel like that's, what that's true thinking. well because it's true right because like like Vincent wants the notebook. Sarge knows that Gil has it, so why wouldn't Sarge go straight to Vincent saying, "Like, hey, I know who has the notebook." Yeah, like, why? What? What's in it for, between like Sarge and Gil? Like, what? Why? Why are they working together? What do they gotta get out of it? Yeah, but I guess be, uh, when we found, well, we did find out, you know, I like Yadori, I. 
I know he was probably talking to someone else, but we kind of like know like it's Gil who's like paying them a lot of money to, you know, have this notebook and stuff. And this makes me wonder, like, you know, some stories have like villains and villains going at each other. So this makes me wonder if somehow uh, it's Gil who actually has this notebook, like, and Vincent finds out about it. Are they gonna go? Are both Vincent and Gil gonna go at each other's throat for it? Mm. And it's like, and if so, like, I wow, this is the the we're getting to like the more serious and intense side. Mm-hmm. Harris definitely seems like he has some independent operation, right? He's definitely hiding it from Vincent. You're right about that because, mm-hmm. right, he seems like he knows where Gil is. You know, a lot of people think that Shark is Gil's brother, right? Because they look alike, and that would explain mm-hmm. why he's working with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I personally don't believe they're, like, related. Mm-hmm. They might have known each other for a long time. Like, maybe, like, they knew each other, you know, behind Vincent's back. Oh, right. maybe they were, like, previous, like, um, business partners with, like, a Gil's previous, like, right. Gil businesses. Gil. Yeah, and when I, the other reason why I'm kind of also, like, worried about uh, Erdine and Jacob, it's, like, you know, if they all know, like, hey, these are her friends, like, if they know about something, you know, who's to say, like, they're not going to go after them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope they're, hope they're protected. Yeah, me, too. Yeah, and man, this is just getting so intense. I'm just like so excited. I know. So I'm many like, theories. Where are like, we going? <laughs> yep. Because it's like, I feel like we're all like spiraling, and it's like, okay, where are we landing now? Yeah, I know. Like, whew. Good. Drama, danger, check. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and smacked asses. <laughs> yes, that also Jack. Now we need Tora to get his ass smacked. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to do a bonus question? Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you to my current patrons: Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Michelle, Saucy Tacos, Ann Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Patty, Imelda, Esther, and watching people. First, Poppy, Seed, Marie, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kate, Lily, Beckett, Sarandja, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Daniel, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Jen, Tatiana, and Louisa. Your support is truly appreciated. Thank you.